Are you ready? Oh, uh, yeah, baby, we're back. Another week of barbells and tall tales coming at you. Are you ready? Yes. My man Dean Sweat in the house, wearing his mighty midgets wrestling shirt. Um, you you about got beat up at that match, didn't you? No, I didn't. But Jam, how how does it feel to be this close to greatness? How does it feel to know that you are two feet away from the guy, the reason why everybody tunes into this show every week, Barbells and Tall Tales, with your yours truly, your real host. Right over here on this side of the table, Dean, the icon, Sweat. How does really? it feel? How does it feel, baby? Oh, it's amazing, Dean. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, I feel like you are living the American dream. That's the rose. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it feels okay. I mean, if this is the highlight of my week, it's going to be a bad week. So I'll get that out of the way. I'm going to take that as you're going to have a really, really bad week because this would be the highlight of most of our listeners' week. Getting to sit down one on one and talk to me for thirty minutes. I feel like that most, would be a thrill of most of everybody we know. I feel like most of our listeners would probably look at you like Don Lemons or Tucker Colson and just hope that you go away. Oh, well, Tucker, Tucker <laughs> Carlson is going away. Him and Don Definitely. Lemons both got the yes. axe. Yep. So both I call it Fox narrative and CNN narrative because yes. neither yes. one of them are honest. You know, they're not. They're not really they're the swayed. news. They're swayed I mean, to one side. That's yep. what it is. But you got some breaking news. I have got some breaking news, Barbells and Tall Tales listeners. Hold on to your hats, folks, because the worst kept secret in NFL just broke 10 minutes ago. Aaron Rodgers, the former quarterback of Green Bay, is now a New York Jet. Well, he's took him from last place to second to last place. Good job, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, the the one-hit wonder, the man who's probably had, I would say, probably one of the best teams in the NFL for the last 10, 15 years. Right. And took them to one Super Bowl victory. He To me, he's one step below Peyton Manning. Great in the regular season, not so great in the playoffs. Choking in the playoffs. Right. Peyton had, you know, he should have had more than two Super Bowls, but. He just couldn't put it together. You know what happened that year that they played the Seahawks? They just got their butts dismantled. Dismantled, and yeah. I mean the game was over in the first six or seven minutes. Kind of like when the Panthers played the Broncos that year. Hey, we played them close for what the I'm, kickoff? You no, know, we played them close for three quarters. You'd have had a quarterback then, that year. Y'all could have. Oh, we had the won. quarterback. We had the quarterback. Baby. You didn't have. Hey, listen, nothing. listen. We're not getting into this today, but if we had the offensive line. We would be the 2016 Yeah, sure you would. If you'd had Jake DeLome, you may would have. Jake DeLome wouldn't make a pimple on Cam Newton's hiney, okay? But anyway, Let's start right there. Anyways, uh, last night I watched a great A&E biography on the WWE rivals. Okay. Stone Cold and Love Brett it. the Hitman Hart. Love it. The man that actually made Stone Cold, I think. Yeah, and yes. Stone Cold said that. Yes. He said there's no Stone Cold without Bret Hart. And was that WrestleMania 13? WrestleMania 13, and it was Bret Hart's idea for Stone Cold to bleed. Yes, uh, and bleed he did. Yeah, because at that time WWE was no blood. Yep, and Stone Cold was so worried about it that Bret was actually the one who cut mm-hmm. and bladed Stone Cold yes. so he could bleed in that and match. My goodness, did he blade him? And so one of the most iconic photos in wrestling, of course, is Stone Cold. Blood in, gushing in the down, sharpshooter. In his teeth, everywhere. Yes. 
will not will not tap out. He eventually passes, passes out. out. Uh, Such a good story. Oh, great story. Which actually got Ken Shamrock into wrestling because yeah. he was a special guest referee. And Ken Shamrock was probably dumb and thought it was real. Yeah. But that got me thinking. World champions. Mm-hmm. Kind of like myself. You know, uh, me and Chris Silver ran, you and Kevin, uh, line very in the ground, Saturday and a little partner workout. Yeah, but what are you a world champion of? Are you in the women's division? Well, I mean, because you were you were, you. you were throwing up the women's weight, whereas I, I was throwing, I was the man throwing weight. up my weight. Don't you worry about what yeah, I threw your, up. Your weights were different you colors. You throwing than up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I never was throwing threw up, up weight. Now listen, Sova was in the bathroom after the workout for a good fifteen minutes. I think that man was up chucking. Well, the man was at Four Saints all night before yes, the workout. Yeah. So. <laughs> I would have been sick if I went in Four Saints. <laughs> it was good to see our man Sova. Much love and appreciation of that guy. But I got to thinking, world champions. World champions. I mean. We've had some great ones. WWE if, and NWA. Yeah, world all, champions. All, all of the If you had to list your Mount Rushmore of champions, who would they be? Real quick. Oh, so you got you got Flair. Um, you got um, probably have to go Harley Race. Okay. Um, I got to put the Undertaker up there. Okay. For what for what he's done, Stone Cold. All right, there's um, your four. There's your Mount yeah, Rushmore. Yeah, it'd be, yeah it'd be mine. It. Would be Flair, Stone Cold. The Rock, and uh, I may have to put Roman Reigns up there for the storyline of the bloodline. Yeah, man. Roman so, Reigns is on a run right now. I mean, He's it, on a Bruno San Martino type run. But I got to thinking about it, and, and we're going to discuss this here. Five guys that should have won a championship belt but never did. Oh, I love it. I love it, Jay. Five guys who should have been champion. But never were. This is going to be good, baby. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Uh, how do you, I mean, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Since we'll, it's your idea, I'm going to let you go first. My number five guy. Your number five. I think at one time he should have been a Meaning w. Meaning the least deserving on this list. Uh, yeah, he as is As far as he's a, he he's a top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think at one time he had an incredible rivalry with Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm-hmm. He pulled out the cobra, pulled out the snake. Bit Macho Man in the arm, but Jake the Snake Roberts to me was great on the microphone. I mean, he was the one that actually helped create Stone Cold, also because he, at the time he was like John three sixteen. He was reading the Psalms. He was doing yep. all this, and then Stone Cold beat him at King of the Ring, and then he come out and said, "You read your John three sixteen? Well, Austin three sixteen said, "I just whipped your tail." Yep. And so I and that was I feel like that was the end of Jake. That oh it was that, that was the end that done him in. And, and he was a little older at the time. He had a great run in the NWA, uh, WCW days. But for me, that's my number five guy. I think at one point in his career, he should have held a world top world title. No, no doubt, no doubt. My number five would be Owen Hart. Oh, good call. Owen Hart was such a great wrestler, technical wrestler. Come from the Hart Foundation. Uh, you know, he was in the dungeon with his dad, right. training with his dad. You know, he had Hart the brothers, dungeon. had the cousins, the Neidharts. Um, comes from such a great family, a long line of of wrestling. The whole, the whole, the whole family basically right. was in wrestling, and uh, just I think WWE just misused him. Well, he was always looked at as Brett's brother. Well, let me let me ask you: Do you think the accident and his death may have stunted? Like, who knows? Because he was on a run. At the time, between yeah. going between Owen and the Blue Blazer, yes, you know, who knows? Maybe down the road that could have happened. But I agree, way underused, great talent. 
better than what they gave him credit. It, it could have happened. It was such a such a tragedy what what happened to him and and the fact that WWE decided to go on with that show. You know, it's, it's, this man just died in the ring. I watched that. I was watching it. Me and Charles were at his house, and I remember the screen went black. Mm-hmm. And they uh, went to a promo of him, right? And, uh, like a a, a like video a package, yeah. And you know, they just kept talking and kept talking and kept. And you knew. Something ain't right. Yeah. You know, it was bad. And so eventually they came back on and, you know, I don't, I can't remember if they said it, that he had passed away or, or they was taken to the hospital. So I've, I've heard Jim Ross say that uh, they, they hadn't give him updates. So, you know, he's got Vince McMahon and, right. and Bruce Prichard and all them in his yep. ear. And uh, they were like, well, we're going to give the update uh, to for Brett here in a minute. And he goes, well, what is the update? I don't know. They're coming yep. back from a you know video package. Right. He goes, well, Jimmy died, and you're on in five, four, three, yeah. two. And, and I'd, I'd like to come back from that. I mean, how do you come back from that? Right. But if you go back and you look at that, and uh, you can you can see Jerry Lawler's face. You can tell. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he's 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 white as a ghost, and he knew he was he was right. gone. All right, my number four guy mm-hmm. had the greatest laugh in wrestling history. Okay. The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. Rick Flair even says that Ted DiBiase should have been world champion back in his younger days. Said he was a worker. The closest that he got was when he had Andre beat Hogan and he bought the title. Yeah. And so he was never credited with a world title, but the dude was a worker. The stuff that him and Virgil would do with the fans for $100 and things yes. like that, phenomenal. Great heel. Uh, to me, my man Ted DiBiase – the Million Dollar Man, who was also what? Stone Cold's first manager. Yes, he was. Yeah, when he the was ring the master. ringmaster, which yep, was yep. terrible. Uh, now that's where I that's where I don't agree with your list. I well, don't think wrong. he deserves to be on that list no. just for the way he treated Virgil afterwards. We've seen Virgil recently, and Virgil is on hard times, Daddy. Uh, yeah. That's, that's how about fault. how about throw some of that fundraiser money that he that he uh, that he got caught swindling uh, yeah. this past week to no, that's Virgil? His boy. Oh, that's Junior? That's Ted DiBiase Jr. That's oh, not Ted. That's snap. the son. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right, who's your number four, Big Daddy? Number four, and Bradley Tuggle is probably going to be mad at me that I don't have this man number one, but it's a hey, Chico. Razor Ramon slash Razor Scott Hall. Ramon. He came into WWE as Razor Ramon. He's this uh, Latino guy with a toothpick. He throws a toothpick at you. Uh, he had the razor's edge, which I thought was a very cool move. Um, but phenomenal move. This man will forever be known as the man that started the NWO. Oh, one hundred percent. He will never be forgotten for 100%. the fact that he come on during that Colonel Parker match. Yeah. And just basically ended the match and said, "You don't know who I am. You don't know why I'm here." And then there you go. The right. NWO starts. I mean, and what was cool is when he came to the WCW NWA, he was Scott Hall. Yes. But he was still Razor Ramon. Still the character. Yes, yeah. And yes, it yes. was phenomenal. So what I what I think messed him up was he was kind of like Kevin Nash's Arn Anderson. He was which, always. Which we're going to. I'm, I'm going to go there a little bit later in the show. Yeah. But I agree 100%. Yes. And the thing about it, he, he may have been Kevin Anderson. Kevin Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is Arn Anderson, but he was so much better than Kevin. Yes. Razor I Scott feel like Hall he was. was so much better than Kevin Nash. So if you take if you put Kevin Nash and you put Scott Hall and make them the same size, 
Scott Hall is getting oh, more of the rub 100%. than, than and, Kevin is. Because we knew Vince like big guys. He does. Right? He so. still likes him with, go, I mean, just go and look at almost now. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Terrible. And, but he loves the guy. Right. All right, I'm going to give you number three. What you got? Oh, you my, my number three, double A, the enforcer on By God Anderson. Unbelievable. And Unbelievable. There are way, way, time out, time out. You got two guys more deserving than Arn Anderson on your list. I do. That's insane. I do. That's insane. Listen. I do. Listen. I I, I, I just need 10 seconds. Take it. One. Ten, ten bell salute. Two. All right. Go on with it. Go on with it. Go on with it. Arn Anderson, unfortunately, was, like you just said, he was Ric Flair's arm piece. He was the enforcer. Him and Tully, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Came from the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Lars Anderson, Gene Anderson, Ole Anderson, Arn Anderson. I mean, Arn was a TV champion. He had all the belts except for the world title, but actually did have a match against Flair for yep. the world championship. In Asheville, North Carolina. And people had signs up. People were like, if it would have been social media back then, it would have been trending, Arn Anderson oh, yeah. for champ. Been all uh, over Twitter. Oh, absolutely. The greatest spine buster in wrestling history. And one of my favorite things he did was when he faked the punch, my guy, the guy ducks, and Arn DDTs him real quick. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, Arn could talk it. He was the one who actually came up with the full horseman name yep. by accident in the interview. Yep. I mean, you can't go wrong with double A for champion. You World can't champion. go wrong with it, but you can go wrong with him when you put him on third on your list. Uh, I got two that's pretty daggone solid. Is Jesus on your list? Close. Okay. <laughs> All right, so number three, I got Magnum TA. No, wait, number three, I've got Rick Rude. So you know who my number two ah, is. I got Rick Rude, Rick the Rude ravishing actually one. He held world championship in WCW. Huh? Yeah, he held a world belt because he was going to be on my list, and I looked it up because I wanted to make sure. Well, let's scratch that then. How about this? Magnum TA. I, I like Magnum. Ma- Magnum TA had a run. Magnum TA was uh, – he had the look – this is when Magnum, we've talked about this before on the uh, podcast, but this is when Magnum P.I. was out. Right. They told him to take his name, Terry Allen, uh, and call himself Magnum T.A. Yeah. Uh, it fit. He had this look about him, this GQ look, a little rough on the edges. The girls Marlboro Man. Yeah, he, yeah exactly. He, looked, he was like the Marlboro Man. Um, you know, he rode a Harley. Um, the girls loved him. He was on the rise. He right. was going to take the belt from Flair, and it just turned out he had the the automobile accident, which was what two miles from his home, right? Um, and and you know he was paralyzed. Yeah, and it pretty much just Great ended. Name. And like I said, Rick, go back to Rick Rude. Uh, he was the WCW World International. It was some funky, but he had the big gold belt. Yes, yeah. And so I, that's why I didn't pick him because I had him as one of those. But my number two. Okay. Uh, Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Who you had. Yeah. And the reason being was his gimmick was so stinking good. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I think if, if he would have been a little bit bigger, uh, you know, he had one of the best uh, ladder matches with Shawn Michaels, although Flair said it was Shawn versus the ladder. Yes. Uh, yeah. He had a great match He never there. give himself credit. No. He never gave himself credit when he was he was great. Uh, he came in, he formed the NWO. I agree with you. He was like the leader of that stuff. Uh, his mic skills, so stinking good. Mm-hmm. His charisma, that little walk coming out of the tunnel. Absolutely. Mine, so cool, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, the showcase, Bradley, Bradley Tuggle yeah, tries to come it. out to yep. it. And so, uh, 
I mean, to me, that guy was so underused. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll give Arn, and the reason why I got him above Arn is because Arn had chances for tag team belts, uh, Intercontinental Championships, uh, U.S. title. I mean, he got belts thrown at him left yeah. and right. It was never the world championship. But Razor Scott Hall never got that love and appreciation, so that's why he's number two on and my list. To go, to go, just stay on Razor here. I, I really didn't mention this, but he had such a great mind for for oh, yeah. for the business. Like he actually like resurrected Sting's career. You know, Sting was going out and he, getting he, booed. He came up with the, the he crow came thing. up with the crow right. Sting, uh, and he was like, Sting, have you watched the crow? Yeah. You would be part. You're letting your hair grow out. He goes, Why don't you put on a, a trench coat? Black yourself out and, and be the crow. Right. You know, he so Sting watched that movie and fell in love with that guy's gimmick. And, he jumpstart yeah. X Pac career as Absolutely. a one, two, three kid with the upset on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So he did a lot for people. Yes. Diamond Dallas Page, he did the, the you know. Yeah, he, he was the diamond stud. Yep. Back then, yep. back when Kimberly was out there too. Boy. Kimberly Ooh, was, Lord. she was something, dog. She was something. All right, so we're going number one, right? You got number one. Number one. Who I, I know it You is. already know. It's double A, baby. Hey, it's double A, Arn I got, Anderson. I got no problem with that. So listen, I do have a problem with your list when I come to my number one, though, because I am extremely, extremely hurt that you don't have this guy on your list. <laughs> so look, man, Arn Anderson. The reason you you talked about it, he always had belts thrown at him. Yes, he did, but he was always under Ric Flair's umbrella. He was in the shadow, so he couldn't hold that belt because anybody that held that belt was an enemy for Rick, of Ric right. Flair, and. But to me, he just had that look. He wasn't this muscular guy. Of course, he had like a pot belly, but right. he had this look to where he didn't have the huge physique he like everybody like the guy else. At a bar fight. He looked like the guy at a bar fight. He looked like the everyday blue collar guy that would whip your tail after drinking a six pack of PBR. He looked like Chris Silva. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's why I loved Arn Anderson. And by golly. He's got the best spine buster of all time. Absolutely. There's no Batista, argument here. nobody, nobody else is doing nobody a better b- spine buster than that. Nobody has come close. That man came into the ring, and I believe Ric Flair was fighting The Undertaker. And the referee was knocked down. Uh-huh. So they come. here comes Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson, by this time, even even fatter than he was. Right. Comes out, grabs The Undertaker, and does what I think is probably – his swan song spine buster. I mean, it's beautiful. Right. It should have been the last one he ever done. It was so beautiful. And did you see his DDT last Wednesday night? I did not. It was sweet. I did not. It was sweet. But the man still got it. He can still pull out one oh, move every once in a while. He, I think he's going to wind up being Wardlow's new manager. I love he came it. Out with Wardlow. Wardlow, so. ne- Wardlow needs something. Yeah, because he, he don't need to be on the mic. No, I he doesn't. To, I listened to him doing an interview, and it was like, oh, this is so terrible. Oh, yeah, he's so dreadful. Dry. He's dreadful. My number one. All right, let's hear it. And how in the world does this guy not make your top five is asinine. It is unbelievable. The Hot Rod. Rowdy Roddy Piper. How, he never won one? Never held a world Dude, I would have, championship. I would have put him in uh, Rick Root's spot. How do you not know The Hot wrestling? Rod's the man, dude. Hot Rod never won a belt. Never did Hulk Hogan beat him or pin him cleanly in the ring because Roddy Piper said he did not respect that guy. It would not put over Hulk Hogan. Good for so him. So that right there makes him number one on my list. The bagpipe playing, the interviews. Every time you think you know the answers, 
I changed the question. So one of my favorite Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, moments was when uh, Liberace was smoking a cigarette. Yep. You remember that? He's like, you mind putting that out? You mind putting that out? And the guy, was it Liberace? Was it, was it Liberace? I who was remember. it? I can't remember. He's like, you mind putting that out? And finally, he just like smashes the guy. I love <laughs> it's it. great. But uh, he had heat with Mr. T he, uh, for yes. WrestleMania 1 because he didn't want Hollywood coming in. Yep. Uh, so Roddy Piper, to me, should have held a belt either in the NWA, WCW, or WWE because he was, at that time, he was the best heel in the business. I think one of the one of the most overlooked things that he did, um, you know, do you remember the OJ uh, chase, car yep. chase? So during WrestleMania, him and Goldberg or him and uh, Goldust had a match, and they were they made it up like the chase. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and they had the they had the Bronco, and they were fighting in the back of Bronco. You know, yeah, it was I, that was I wild. Think, and I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I, I'm pretty close. I think he may have been the first wrestler to cross over into the movies. Yes, he was the main the main character yeah. of the the movie where the aliens or something the body snatchers mm-hmm. are coming down. You had to yep. wear the sunglasses to see them. Yeah. Uh, and he, his line was, you know, I'm here to chew bubble gum and kick, and yeah. I'm all out of bubble gum. I'm all out of bubble gum. That's where so, the line comes from. Yeah, so Roddy yep. Piper, my numero uno. Uh, he's not, he's not, a, he's no Arn Anderson, but I'll let you have it. I won't, I won't give you too much criticism right, on so that. So back to him, we'll go. Mine was Jake the Snake, the Million Dollar Man, Double A, Razor Ramon, and Roddy Piper. Yours was Owen Hart, Scott Hall. Magnum T.A. Arn Anderson, and we're going to scratch out Rick Root because I right. thought Rick Root right. didn't win. Well, you'll put Roddy Piper in his place. I'll put Roddy Piper third. All right, so those were the guys who never won a belt. Let's let's switch gears here. I'll let you take the lead on this one. Top champions who should have never held the belt. Um, The first one for me is uh, Ronnie Garvin. My dude. Yeah. My dog. Why do we actually agree on that? He's, he's not my number five, but he he's in my top five. Yeah, dude, Ronnie Garvin, why? Why? The hands of stone. So does is anybody ever said in the in their whole you know, Ronnie Garvin? Held what? it for what? Maybe a day? Yeah. A day or something? Uh beat flair and then lost the flair like the very next night yeah, or something. But who who is Ronnie Garvin? Nobody's buying a ticket for Ronnie Garvin. No. No. Ronnie Garvin was garbage yeah and like he didn't really have the physique um and, and didn't like flair like didn't they have like a little vignette where he was he was trying to he was trying to he thought he was going to sleep with his wife but it was Something actually like, like ronnie garvin in the closet ronnie garvin comes out and beats up flair oh uh, was that ronnie or jimmy garvin it might have been jimmy garvin but, yeah but Gar- ronnie garvin had the garvin stomp had the, yeah. the hands of stone terrible he was terrible. he was garbage juice right yes right, mine number five uh David Arquette slash Vince Russo, because neither one of them should have held a belt. Neither, I mean, they were both I'm with garbage. Arquette did that stupid movie, uh, Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble. Yeah. Uh, and so they get they put a belt on, and then Vince Russo tried to think he had more power because he left WWE and said he was the one who created everything over there when it came to the Attitude Era. Came to uh, WCW, put the belt on him. Two of the worst champions of all time yeah the the worst thing that ever happened to, to wcw was vince russo oh 100 um and vince russo believed in his own hype um he he come up with one or two decent things in the yep. wwe thought he could thought every idea he had was gold but they said when he left wwe was 
yeah, he had one or two great ideas, but you didn't see the the turds, the the thousand turds right, that, that he, he left, up. that he that he messed up, and that we didn't let him do over exactly. here. Exactly. And uh, but yeah, um, we'll we'll go back to David Arquette because he he's coming up again. All right. Yeah. All right. Who yeah. you got at number four? So at number four, I have got six one nine Ray Mysterio. Uh, I I can see that. It, well, so my my thing is Ray Mysterio. Is he entertaining? Yes. yes. Is he believable as a champion? No. Absolutely not. Not during that time. The no. time of the Giants. Yes. You want to give him your your cruiserweight division. Right. You yeah. The can man be, can hold. He can be the Roman Reigns of your cruiserweight division. He can be in, uh, intercontinental uh, United States. He cannot be the world. Champion. It's so unbelievable to have him be your world heavyweight champion. My favorite Ray Mysterio moment. Is when Kevin Nash picks him up, long dart style, throws him into the side of the trailer, and said, "Oh my God, he threw him like a dart." <laughs> so what was great about that is that was at uh, MGM Studios, right? It was on right. Disney? Was it on yeah. Disney's lot or, or yeah? Okay, yeah, you're correct. So it was on Disney's lot. They actually had people in the surrounding areas calling the police. Oh yeah. So when you go back and watch that, and the NWO coming in there and ruining the set and everything. Yeah. Those are real police officers yeah, they think, coming in. They, they think, they this, think is this is legit. Right. Yeah, it's a beat down. That's when Eric Bischoff knew, I got these people. My number four, I'm going to change because you you had him uh, at number five, which is Ronnie Garvin, and we've already discussed it. I've yes, got, I've got a couple different names good okay. on the list just in case. My number four, this is my my list is going to shock people because this is the way I feel. Okay, right? This ain't this ain't googling top ten wrestlers or whatever. This is my list. My number four, Goldberg. Absolute garbage. Yes. He yeah. was the generic version of Stone Cold. Two moves. Two moves, the jackhammer and the spear. Mm-hmm. And and, he, sp- and a lot of spit. Yeah. Could not wrestle. I mean, what really made me mad is when he came to w, uh, WWE uh, on that first contract, and uh, Michael Cole said he is the greatest WCW champion of all time. Uh-uh. Over Ric Flair? Yeah. He was absolute Dumb. garbage. Yes. And then, you know, he went on that win streak, you know, came down just like Stone Cold, just, you know, black trunks, black boots, tried to do his thing. Terrible. Hawking and spitting. Hawking and spitting. No good. Uh, and so, for me, he's my number four because, for me, he was not credible. Zero mic skills and AEW was looking at signing him now mm-hmm. because his contract is up with WWE. Do you know what he made per match in Saudi Arabia? I would say it's probably in the millions. Two million dollars a match. Two million a match. A match. My for gosh. that guy who was absolutely garbage, in my opinion. The Saudis have way too much money over there. Absolutely. Yeah, way too much money. And hey, and I can respect that. Uh, Goldberg actually ended Bret Hart's career. Right. Um, the super kick. Yeah, the super kick that basically, you know, that Bret. I think still suffers from today. Oh yeah, um, you know he still He's suffers still not right. paralysis and everything from still that today. Not right. um, my number three, um, I don't know if you'll agree with this or not, but it kind of goes on the same line as Goldberg. But I went Ultimate Warrior. Ooh, the Ultimate Warrior was was another guy that just did not get it in the business. He yeah. didn't get it. Um, he was a Blade Runner with Sting. That's right. how he got his start in Not AWA. In um, uh, and you know Sting got it. Mm-hmm. Whereas he never did, he never really understood the business. Right? Um, there's a there's a story going around that uh, they were they were building him to become the world champion, and they've got this 
I want to say it was in the Pontiac Dome, Pontiac Silver Dome or something, but they got like 80,000 people in this arena, and, you know, he's supposed to lose to – or uh, Hulk Hogan's supposed to lose to him. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan says, we're four minutes into the match, and from him running in and, you know, grabbing the ropes like he done, he was out of breath. He was gassed. He, he said, I'm ready oh, to go home, and go home means – Go home means let's end the match. Yeah. And he says, no, dude, you got 80,000 people in here wanting to see us tear it down. He Already said, blew up. we're going at least 15 or 20 here, right. bro. And uh, he just he just never got it, never no, really understood the business, 100%. and uh, wasn't that great of a wrestler. Nope. Kind of like Goldberg, won a couple, one or two yeah. moves. He had that flashy look, and yeah. I think that's what people gravitated well, at to. At that time, he was muscular, yes. the face paint, kids gravitated yep. to him. Roided up. Right. My number three. Christian. Christian! Held the WWE belt for two days. Two days. Uh, they let him win it because Edge had just announced his retirement, and they felt like, you know, this would be a good, you know, little thing for Edge. Hey, we're going to let you buddy Christian win the belt. He gets it at uh, pay-per-view. Monday night, they have a draft. On to, he goes to SmackDown, where they bring in this new star, Randy Orton, mm-hmm. who beats him. For the title. The First match. Yeah. Uh, and so, Christian only held the belt for two days. They didn't use him good. Uh, he's always been, to me, he's like the Arn Anderson to Edge. Mm-hmm. He's always been there. Even like even in AEW, he's not that good. Uh, Impact, so, you're, so, you're not a peep then? I'm not a peep. You're not a peep. I'm not. And so, for me, he even held the Impact World title, which I thought they shouldn't have done that. You know, they, they let him have a title shot in AEW. I've never felt his character was that believable because, you know, like anything, wrestling, if you're believable, if, if we believe what you're selling, it's easy to get behind you. Yes. And I've never been able to get behind what he's trying to sell because I've always felt like it's not real. Like, it's not legit. My favorite Christian moment would be when he was friends with Jericho. Yeah. And Jericho was crushing on Trish. Uh-huh. And the, the end-all, the end-all, do-all was... Right. They were fighting each other at WrestleMania. Trish comes down, and she's you're thinking, oh, she's going to come help Chris Jericho, right? Because this they're finally going to kiss, and you know, right? Yeah, they're going to you know they're going to be a couple. She slaps Chris Jericho and just starts making out with Christian. That's it was another so freaking reason. awesome. It's another reason. It's so awesome because that should have been me. Did you see where uh, Chris uh, Trish Stratus said, "I'm not, I'm not your fantasy. I'm not your, I'm not your fantasy girl." I'm like, uh, yes, you were. You so were. <laughs> When I was seventeen, you were my girl. You, you were the you were the one. Stacy you, Keebler. Your last name was gonna be Sweat. You Tor- just didn't know it. Tori Wilson, <laughs> Stacy Keebler. I mean, we were gonna. I was gonna marry them girls. I was gonna marry one of them. And Real then, quick, yeah, Jack. Yeah, I did. Then I, then I met this All girl. Right, number Crystal. two. Number two. We gotta fly. We're almost out of time. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Ooh, nice. I like it. He won it. He never should have won it. He was a great antagonist, but he never should have won the title. I, to me, I feel like that title, it, it's it's honor. There's honor behind right. it. You got to work hard for I that. I agree, one hundred percent. And like you said with David Arquette, uh, Vince Russo, you tarnish it when you just give it to some right. Some I agree, Joe Blow, one hundred percent. Yes. My number two, Diesel, Big Sexy. Yes. Kevin Nash. Yes. My sister hates you right now. She loved him. Really? Oh he yeah. She had a big old crush so on terrible. Big Sexy. Started out as Shawn Michaels' bodyguard. Yep. Beat Bob Backlund for the belt. Bob Backlund. I mean, just, I mean, terrible moveset, terrible on the mic. Uh, the only reason why he got the belt was because of how big he was. He played basketball for the University of Tennessee. He was, to me, 
Number two, absolute garbage. Yeah. Greatest thing he ever did was on Raw one night. He tore his quad. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And he screamed like a little girl. My number one goes back to your number five, David Arquette. Terrible booking. Oh, 100%. Terrible. Who booked this crap? That's what I got to say. And it's Vince Russo. Terrible. Yeah. My number one. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening at home, sit down right now. Because I'm about to catch all kind of heat. As they would say, white heat, nuclear heat. My number one is on a lot of people's Mount Rushmore of world champions. Okay. Hulk Hogan. No, you ain't catching heat over here, bro. Hulk Hogan, to me, was the worst thing to me about wrestling because when Hulk Hogan got the belt, it went from wrestling to sports entertainment. Exactly. You're exactly right. so it went from believable storytelling to fictional characters. Yep. The best thing that he did was Thunderlips in Rocky Three. Yes. Uh if I was that well, guy, and and picking up Andre the Giant, I think that was a, that was that but was I, good. But Andre had been slammed before. Yeah. They they made it out like he'd never been slammed before, which he had. Yeah. Uh, if I would have been the Iron Sheik, I would have took Vern Gagne's one hundred thousand dollar offer. I humble you, Hulk Hogan. And I would have broke his leg. Yes. Right there in that match, Absolutely. and I would have ended Hulkamania at that time. Well, you know, I always thought as a kid, you know, the the say, take your vitamins, say your prayers. He wasn't that guy behind no. stage. He was a self-centered douchebag. No, I yeah, never, and and Roddy Piper, like I said, he would never lose to Hogan. Uh, the only way that uh, Hogan had to beat Piper was Macho Man gave him some brass knucks in WCW. Yeah. But no, Hulk Hogan for me, uh, I just never bought his character. I was no. always a Flair fan going on at the same time. Oh yeah, so. Hulk Hogan is my number one guy who does not deserve a world title. Nope. I like it. I like it. And I think that's the show because we ran over today. That is it, y'all. Hey, let us know your top five guys who should have been champ, top five guys who should not have been champ. As always, hit that like, hit that share button, and are you ready?